Alright, episode 13. This is the second part in a series that we started earlier this week with the Sexy Slut Sister Movement with Cuckoldress Scarlet. If you haven't watched the first part and not even watch the first part if you haven't listened to the first part you definitely want to head on back to episode number 12 make sure you listen to that and grab your popcorn grab your seats as we finish this interview with cuckolders scarlet you are now listening to the bulls and queens podcast where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off. In a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bold black man candy, Doc Chocolate. You know, it's interesting, right? Because This is one of when people think cuckolding, this is usually what pops in their head, right? It's like kind of a a situation where there's a a guy who really enjoys erotic humiliation. And that's, you know, probably really um, taboo. And like, I think that when we think of typical masculinity, the thought of a guy enjoying erotic humiliation doesn't really align with that, unfortunately, right? But, but, Let's flip it around for a second, right? I think that because of porn and because of, you know, other factors, it is so common to experience erotic humiliation for women, right? How frequently do you hear in porn, you fucking nasty bitch? Like, it's that's almost like standard dirty talk, right? But if you really think about it, if he is saying that to her and she is enjoying it, that's erotic humiliation, right? That is, that is. So we kind of accept that when it's being doled out to a woman who is consenting to receive that, right? Hopefully we accept that. Like we're like, okay, that's, that's okay. Here looks fine in my book. But if you have, the roles reverse, right? And if you have a, a man who enjoys hearing, you know, is way too small to satisfy me, you know, uh, it's, it's cute. You're going to try and fuck me with that little dick today. That those things are, yeah, that's, we, we look at that as like, Oh God, he, what's wrong with him? Like that's deviant. That's weird. But really it's part and parcel, the exact same thing. There's a person who has eroticized this humiliation, uh, which is the case for my cuck. He experiences erotic humiliation and enjoys when I dole it out to him. And that partner has consented 
And I enjoy the rush of power. It's a power exchange, right? That I get when I provide him with this humiliation. And trust and believe this goes against every bit of socialization that you get as a woman growing up and throughout your adult life. It's you do not, (laughs) you know. (laughs) We are socialized to be pleasers in bed. We are socialized not to compare, you know, uh, uh, our current lover to our previous lovers or whatever, right? And so there is a certain rush of power after negotiating and communicating and ensuring that this is what he really wants uh, and that he is really enjoying this. Uh, A lot of women, despite their partners really wanting them to provide this erotic humiliation, they struggle to make it true for them, right? Like, I am not just doling this out to him because it's fun for him and he enjoys it. I also want to mutually enjoy it. Um, And so it took me a while to come into my voice with that. And, you know, it's not like I'm just being a kink dispenser and just doing this. It's something that like brings us closer together because we're having this very erotic power exchange and then it's over. And then I provide him with aftercare. Right. And I say, you know, I love you. You are more than enough for me. You have always been enough for me doing all of those beautiful affirmations to ensure that he knows the scene is over. And that was my, my friend Nookie calls it the little T truth. And the big T truth is that I love you and you're enough for me. And, you know, I, I appreciate. So there's the little T truth is, my bull with the 10 inch dick fucks me better. <laughs> the capital T truth is I love you and you are enough for me and you always will be. And I adore you just the way you are. Right. Uh, so th- th- we blend those things together, which is a beautiful dance. Um, and it's one of the reasons why it appealed to me. Right. Um, and so, yeah, so it, erotic humiliation, really not, as strange or as deviant as people make it out to be. I'd be willing to bet that the a lot of people right now, as we speak, are fucking with erotic humiliation, right? Um, so that's that's just what I think about that. So teasing, right? Teasing yeah. is is kind of just another phrase for that. And I I love it, right? Because it's fun, it's light, it's flirty. It's uh, you know, me sitting on the couch and uh, you know, really smiling big on my face. And he's like, what you looking at, babe? And I turn it, it, my phone around and it's, you know, my lover's big, juicy black cock. You know, that's <laughs> it, that's a tease. It's like, oh, this is what I'm looking at. And that that creates this angst reaction in him that he really enjoys, that he experiences erotically, right? Uh, and I know you have probably seen this happen you've probably been in the midst of this and it's a really like fun thing to see. I'm sure from the outside looking in. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, that's, that's kind of teasing. is just a kind of where humiliation tends to be a little bit more intense with lots of aftercare. Teasing may not take aftercare. It may just be a fun little jab, which, you know, my fiance and I, we poke at each other all the time and have fun and give each other shit. It's, <laughs> You know, couples do that. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, denial, right? So denial is another thing that is really taken out of context when people think about this lifestyle and blown out of proportion. Whoa, it's a pussy-free cuckold, right? You hear that a lot. So it's really not denial. It's 
I make the rules in our bedroom. So we play how I want to play, when I want to play, you know, that is, I am the one that initiates that. And so if I don't want to play with you tonight, you're not going to get played with. (laughs) That's just, it's just that simple, right? Because that is the power that he has given to me as his cuckoldress. And it is not a power that I just, again, that I just have, I have to earn it. It is a responsibility, right? Uh, So I do have to ensure always that his needs are met. And it's something I'm always actively thinking about. But in our bedroom, you know, I make the rules, he follows the rules. And so, you know, it's not, it's, there's the beautiful thing about cuckolding is that you are open to so many more different types of sex than just PIV sex. You know, you really learn all different sorts of languages of intimacy. And it's a beautiful, incredible experience for any couple to go through. Um, so, yeah, so those are my thoughts on on those three areas. And, you know, like I said, I, I'm trying to make it accessible to your listeners. So anybody from like vanilla, vanilla, okay, to maybe swinging folks can maybe take these things that are a little bit like seem like they're really out there and realize they're not as strange as they seem. Most men that do uh, get become a cuckold, I feel like those are guys that are typically in the real world. They're not weak. They're not uh, pathetic. But I feel like they are actually the guys that are more empowered at their work or in their businesses because uh, people and, and this is a psychology thing, but people typically that are beat up all day from the world. Those are the type of people that want to get in there and start thrashing and, you know, like whatever to their sexual partners, typically. And guys that are in empowered positions at the workplace or business, those are the type of guys that want to yield that power in the bedroom. And that's right. kind of what I've seen. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, You know, I think that, you know, if you are making a hundred thousand decisions all day, right? If all you do, and I mean, most of the men I know with cuckold desires are in cuckolding relationships. You're absolutely right. They are the guys in charge in most arenas of their life. And it is a feeling of relief to be able to not feel like pressure or like I have to make another decision about my sex life that I can lovingly cede that over to my wife, my girlfriend, and trust fully, you know, that she is going to take care of that and make those decisions. You know, it is a relief for them in that one domain of life. You know, I don't have to be the one with the final say, and I can just fully trust her lead, right? There's like a lot of pictures on cuckolding websites of like, a a guy and he's holding the hand of his wife as she's kind of like leading him you know Uh, if you've seen kind of those pictures that's that's really what it is in this domain now some couples take it further into like an FLR or female-led relationship 
that is not our dynamic. We are equitable, you know, just like you said, he has some things that he has the final say about. I have some things that I have the final say about um, outside of the bedroom, you know, so, but, you know, some people take that further and it really works for them and they mutually benefit off of it. But cuckolding is not LR and cuckolding is not Findom. And no, fuck no, cucks are not weak men. They are incredibly powerful men who are honestly braver and much more honest with themselves than you know a lot of people could ever dream of being uh, it takes a lot of vulnerability to express these desires that run counter you know to uh you know how you were socialized and and maybe you they even have some shame surrounding that so you know i i love what you just said and and i really appreciate you touching on that because it's i cannot say that enough that cucks are not weak they're loved there's charity i mean venus said this on your podcast too and i mean we just want to amplify that message because unfortunately you know there's a lot of fantasy fodder online that people can you know mistake as real life and the way that cucks are treated in their relationships was simply is not true all right thank you welcome all right so we're gonna end on this question well two more questions so as lifestylers scarlet we often we have crazy ass stories oh yeah you know where I'm I'm headed. waiting for this going. one. Oh, oh no, I know where you're going. You've been waiting. Where, 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 where am I going? What, what am I about to ask? You're about to ask me to share a crazy experience. <laughs> what? Little old me ask you about a crazy old Yes. Old yeah. Yes, I know you are. And the hardest thing about answering this question, Doc, is like, which one do I pick? Honestly, like, uh-huh. that's the hardest thing because you come into this lifestyle for these incredible experiences and I have so many of them. So hard to pick just one doc. Your nails are fucking sexy, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. They're, <laughs> sorry. they're long. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I was just really, really noticing it. All right. Pick the first one that comes in your head. The- <sighs> yeah. That, that one right there. That thought that you okay. just thought that one okay. right there. Okay. So, I asked you if you knew about Splash Mocha, um, and it doesn't sound like you know too much about it. So have you ever heard of the Take Five Room? Uh, uh, Take Five Room? Take Five Room. Take Five Room. What, like Take Five Dicks in there? In the room? (laughs) (laughs) I'm really guessing. I'm like, hey, I'll try to Google it, but something tells me it's not going to be something that I can Google. Don't Google it. Like, okay. My, so, my, so, so what you're saying is don't Google this on my son's tablets. Yeah. Don't do that. Definitely don't do that. I cannot sign off on that. Okay. I am not responsible for that. <laughs> See, it's like, I am not responsible for scarring that young man's mind. I will not pay for the therapy bills. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Tell us what, is, what does it take five room? You want to so, know. Oh, man. so at Splash um, Mocha, what they do is they convert the conference rooms to playrooms. And one of the playrooms is the Take Five room. 
and uh you know they also have like a bdsm room they have like a, a wife watching room which is a really popular room and the take five room is the gangbang room it's exactly what it sounds like and so I- i'm gonna take you back to when my gorgeous slut sister anya and i were at the um at you the- you're gonna take me to the take five room <laughs> well we could do that too but anyway um no i i I wouldn't want anybody cutting it on us but anywho so at the take five room what on our bingo card it said 20 minutes in the take five room oh shit 20 minutes so you we had to start a counter 20 minutes (laughs) in the take five room and so if you (laughs) I, I mean, I'm sure you've been to lots of, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I know you've been to lots of swingers events, but I, I don't know how you know many game bags you've been to. I'm assuming a few. I'm assuming a few. I'd be willing to bet. Less than <laughs> five, actually. Less than like, five. I think it's been about five. Yeah, yeah. So oh like, my I've, gosh, okay. I've been to, it, it's mo- mostly orgies that I've been to. Sure. But, uh, Maybe about two or three actual gangbangs were just a bunch of dudes and a lady. But yeah. I've been to multiple orgies where it's just like uh, everything. Everything. All of yeah. the things happening. Yeah. 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 The the take five room is is you can play in there with one person if you want to. But you know, the the idea is this is the gangbang room. And so um, you know, we went in there, I went in there, and I was ready to do my 20 minutes. Uh, I'm a no tap out queen, so I was like, I got this. Simple. But what happened was, you know, when you're in a situation like that, it is so visceral and it's so, you know, it's almost like it's like casino time. I'm going to use a lot of casino. Okay, because Doc Chocolate is in Vegas. I'm going to use a lot of casino uh, acronyms here. When you play roulette and and you watch that little ball and a Uh bunch of people are watching to see uh-huh. if they, you know, won their bet. That's what it's like to be in the Take 5 room. You are surrounded by uh, just a plethora of sexy chocolate gentlemen. And, but the ball you know, keeps on falling on black. It never falls on red. It's always falling on black. Always <laughs> on black. Always been on black. That's my goal for you. If you, you know, That's my little advice if you're going to Vegas. So the Take 5 room is a lot of fun if you enjoy being that center of attention, you know, just reveling in, you know, all the gentlemen kind of giving you that attention and uh, really challenging yourself as a... And so that was a lot of fun in the Take 5 room. And yes, I hit my 20 minutes and then some. <laughs> so I get to mark that off my bingo card. Okay, Scarlett, you're doing what my boy Drew did to me. He got really, really vanilla when I was talking about, hey, what happened to that Texas? And he was like, well, you know, I uh, I was like, no, 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 I don't want to hear that. I want to hear the nasty details. Like, okay, give me like 45 seconds of unadulterated, nasty, nasty, nastiness. Okay. What happened well, let me you tell you. In the Take 5 room. Okay. Well, hey. I'll tell you this. I, I, my mouth is fantastic you know that's it's not just the lips like i i sucked it like a pro uh ask any of my play partners if you're listening to this testify for me okay uh i'm booking a, <laughs> i'm so, booking a ticket to houston right now 
Houston, we no, have lived come on. You've got to experience it. I I love to suck dick. I love to worship dick. Like I I'm just all about it. And so uh, you know, especially at you know, Splash Mocha, it's a bunch of sexy you know black men. Like yes, ah, all in my mouth. <laughs> um, so yeah, you kind of get that experience of you know if this is ever a fantasy for any of your listeners, like really enjoying sucking a big black dick and then also playing in one like in porn like you're also playing with a dick and you're also getting fucked and it's really good and just that energy of like i said being the center of attention is something that i really enjoy i don't always have to have that you know i also love playing one-on-one but i walked in the take five room and i was here to take fucking five i was here for every hole you know (laughs) and i just oh I had a really, really good time. See, now I'm getting excited. This is why I censor myself. I have I'm to getting call excited my over. I'm getting excited too. Honestly, I'm getting excited. I'm like, shit. That's fucking sexy. Shit. It's an experience. It's it's an awesome experience, man. I can't wait for wow. the next splash. And Ooh. as long as like five, it's like three holes and two hands. Yes. Yes, it is. You could you could do it. At Splash Mocha, it could happen with everybody watching. You could do the ultra airtight. <laughs> oh my God. There, there needs to be more orgies and gangbangs. Like, yeah. when, when I vote for you and when the people of the great country of America vote Cuckolder Scarlet in the White House at 2024, there's going to be more <laughs> gangbangs and more orgies. That's your platform right there, girl. That's that's my I know who would vote against that. My God, like make America bang again. (laughs) Shit, That's I mean, I'm in line with it, man. Let me tell you, I will push that. I will push that uh, narrative. Uh, But yeah, it's that was just one. There's so fucking many. It's so hard to choose. I, I have been so blessed really is the way I feel to encounter the incredible people that I've shared these memories with. Like, you know, I, I, my camera roll is full of videos that I take for my cuck and that I take to enjoy. And all I've got to do is flip through one and the, Oh, there's another amazing memory. Like, Holy shit. I remember that night. That's, that's the beauty of this incredible lifestyle, right? Is the memories you make and cherish and knowing that that's just going to continue. And you're like, fuck, I'm so lucky. I live such an incredibly sexy life. Like, man, I must've did something right. You know? So yeah, it's, it's always hard for me to pick one, but I thought you might like to hear about the take five room. And I hope you come to splash with beautiful Miss Carmel and you can experience it. I'm going to come and I'm going to come. Come. Okay. (laughs) I want you Scarlett to give one key piece of advice to somebody that's listening that has been exploring cuckolding or perhaps their husband or the significant other has been exploring cuckolding and has presented the idea to them. And they're kind of like, "Uh, where do I start? Is this for me? And then to end it, I want you to tell people again, how to reach you as. Sure. So go. Oh man. (laughs) <laughs> President Scarlet. Oh my God. I, I love that. And I was so not expecting to start planning my political career. Okay. So what I would say about that, um, you know, is 
Cuckolding specifically, the container that I inhabit is a container that requires just like any form of relationship or ethical non-monogamy, it requires a tremendous amount of communication, a tremendous amount of trust and safety building. This is not something you wander into wantonly. Okay. Um, So just throwing that out there. What I really want people to know about cuckolding specifically is that in 99% of the instances, it's going, I'm going to say 98 because it's getting a little lower now. The man is the person that introduces cuckolding to the dynamic. This is a specific fantasy the man has. In most instances, the woman doesn't even know what it is. I didn't. I'll tell you that right now. And because of that, because that the, the gentleman has the first beat in the dynamic, um, or, or, you know, in, in many cases, gentlemen fantasize about this for years and decades without telling their wife wow. or significant other. I have heard those stories, right? It remains between their two ears until one day they find the courage or the vulnerability to say it. And you can imagine what happens in years and decades between someone's ears when they finally want to experience it. It's like a flood, right? However, the cuckolding relationship dynamic is really about her coming first, figuratively and literally. It is about her empowerment being uplifted. And a lot of guys come into it with a laundry list of wants. I want to eat a cream pie out of your pussy. I want you to humiliate me in front of a big, sexy black man. I want, I want, I want, and I want, I want. Okay. That may never happen for you. Venus said this on your show too. If that, she doesn't find that empowering and mutually beneficial, this dynamic is about her. And of course, in elevating her to her empowerment and supporting her, in most instances, she's going to come around and enjoy, you know, really bringing you in and involving you in every way that you desire. But you're not driving this car. You're the passenger. She's driving. It really is about her. So that is like critical to set yourself up for success in cuckolding specifically. Um, And the final thing I will say, and again, I can't hammer on this enough, is reach out to support. If you're a cuckold couple and you're just meeting bulls, everywhere I go, I, I meet a cuckold couple and hopefully some sexy bulls too. But I, you know, have that camaraderie. So if things get hard and shit's hitting the fan, I can pick up the phone and be on the phone with a woman who understands me in less than a minute. And I need that. We need each other. We're stronger together. And I truly believe that, like I said in the beginning of the episode, we're pioneers. We're fucking hacking through, you know, the rough with machetes here, you know, really forging a path for those coming behind us. So, you know, it is it is challenging. It is hard. If you have a support system, it is easier. Um, and, you know, I am more than welcome. And I have always had an open line with my readers of my blog. You're welcome to reach out to me. Um the help is becoming so much more accessible and the support is becoming so much more accessible as more people lend their voices, right? So lend your voice, you know, be willing to share with somebody else who's who's not, you know, just a bull or, you know, someone that you're wanting to talk fantasy about with this. Um, 
have a support system and have some tools and work on yourself as a person. You know, uh, I know I'm sounding a little preachy here, but uh, trust me, as someone who's lived in this dynamic for several years, you will find that you really have to continually work on yourself all the way through it. It never stops. You know, I see you nodding your head, Doc. I mean, that's true for you too, I'm sure, as it is yeah. for uh, all of us in this lifestyle. So that those are the, the last words I'll leave you with. And you can find me uh, primarily on my blog, which has a lot of great writings about some of the things we've talked about today. I wrote a blog post about jealousy. I wrote a blog post about abundance and uh, living your abundance in your sexuality and in this dynamic specifically. I've also written some very hot borderline erotica <laughs> stories there about my love of exhibitionism. And, um, you know, I've written about chastity and my Cuck's first chastity cage. So there's a lot of, of great reading that you can dive in there. And hopefully that'll spur some you know, conversations as you read my writings or other writings about cuckolding, it's like, oh, I really like that. Or "Mm, I don't know about that so much. We would have to communicate before we try something like that. So uh, that is at Cuckoldress, C-U-C-K-O-L-D-R-E-S-S, Scarlet, S-C-A-R-L-E-T.com. I like to spell it out for you, Doc, because it's such a weird word. I know, right? (laughs) It's like, you say it beautifully, but it's like German and sounds a little harsh. You Am know? I saying it correctly? I, you are saying it correctly. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel like, because yeah. I'm a, I'm a first generation American. And so sometimes mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a, a slight accent when I say certain words or syllables. And I felt like I was saying it. No, that was perfect. It was actually like quite beautiful the way you pronounced it. Uh, But yeah, that's cuckoldressscarlet.com. And I'm on Twitter at cuckoldressss, like Doc was saying, three S's at the end. Um, And I've got an Instagram too. They've kept me on there. I'm I'm afraid I'm going to get booted any second. You ever show my nipples or anything, have you? Like, Uh, okay. There might be... Don't answer that. You're running for president. So don't answer that. We're on the record. That's right. That's right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. Um, I got you. I'm your chief of staff. (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely getting a cabinet position. (laughs) Um, Okay. So my Instagram is cuckoldress. Again, that word C U C K O L D R E S S underscore. Scarlet, S-C-A-R-L-E-T. And that's where you can find me, Doc. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been a joy. Thank you. Oh, this has been wonderful. And this isn't going to be the the last time either. Like we're going to connect virtually. We're going to connect in person. That's a definite. Mm -hmm. And you guys and ladies that are listening to this, the links are in the description. Cuckoldressscarlet.com with three S's. And then Twitter at, at cuckoldress S. So three S's at the end. And Scarlett is such a deep and a profound thought leader. Not just my next president, but she's a thought leader because I was <laughs> um, going through your blog posts and you're very deep in your articulate and you're, you're an artist and you're a connector of people and the world needs to hear more of your voice. And uh, either through spoken word, written, uh, whatnot. And your voice is so beautiful. Uh, You need, I'm surprised you don't have your own podcast, honestly. Like, no, I never will. I like, and that's why I love coming on when, when other hosts so graciously have me because I just, 
I just don't see myself in that space. I love writing so much. Um, so I appreciate that, but uh, just have me on again. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. We're going to meet in the middle. We're going to meet yeah. in the middle. So, so yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. So visit my girl, Cuckolder is Scarlet. And if you get on her good side, she may invite you to the take five room. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) peace and God bless you guys. Make sure you check her out and we will see you on the next episode. You better goddamn well make sure that you leave me a five-star review. All right, we're out. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.